An Honest Mistake by The Bravery on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais, with me Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkington, yep. our producer. Huh? An inverted commas, heat put. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they know. They know. How are you doing? All right, Carl? Yeah, didn't they also write something about me, uh, bald round head? Yes, perfectly round little yeah. bald man head, they said, so. Because you need to know that when you listen to the radio on that. <laughs> really matters what my hair's doing. Your hair, have you, have you given it a little short polish? Because you look like a cue ball at the moment, and you've had a shave in it. I've never seen such a round head. It looks, it actually looks like a plate with ears. Yeah, well, for those that have never seen Carl, I, I actually, um, if you remember, I think he looks a little bit like, uh, Mr. Spoon from Button Moon. He, <laughs> he does! He does! If you've never seen that show, that's And also, he looks like, you know when they say, um, they find one with a little four-foot human, and it's actually half a million years old, and they give it a name, and it's it's the first, you know, Australopithecus into, right? He looks like one of them as well. Perfect. He round it all. He is the missing link. He looks half human, half monkey. Because he's got a slight slouch as well. So yeah, it's know, like yeah. those pictures where you see it going from an ape to a man. I he's know. Those are in the middle. Yeah, and he's and of course his monkey hands, his hairy little wrist to those little those skinny little things that he can get oranges out of holes with. And it's unbelievable. Why are you so all shaved and polished and everything? Got a wedding. <laughs> what? Got to go to a wedding today, so uh, thought I'd, you know clean myself up a bit. Yeah. Shouldn't you be wearing a suit or something? No, I'll go home and put some on. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, Suzanne, uh, said, you know, I'll make an effort. Uh, I sort of had a shave and that, and then she, I came out of the bathroom, she said, oh, your head looks a bit sort of eggish. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. She always worries about when I have a shave, because I, I just, you know That's I mean? your girlfriend, Carl. I know. Saying that. Yeah. Just think, so don't worry about Heat saying it. The th funny thing is, it's Boyd, Boyd Hilton, I think, of Heat that wrote it. And he's got a little bald head. Yeah, no, don't slag him off. Yeah, but on the end of his review, does it say, you know, written by <laughs> Baldy Boyd? No, because <laughs> it doesn't matter, it's a magazine. Don't worry about it. Looking forward to the wedding? Uh, a bit boring, isn't it? But yeah. you've got to do it. I've listening. Should we no, do a no, shot? No, it'll be a great day for them, but I know what will happen. Suzanne will see, you know, all the fuss and that, and then she'll get ideas and have to let her down and all that. Why, uh, why is it you don't want to get married again? I always forget. It's just... Who's it for at the end of the day? I've been with Suzanne for 11 years, right? Sure. We're happy. Well, I, I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what counts. You're I'm, never happy. I am. I'm all right. Yeah, no, you're, you're happy with Suzanne and everything, but apart from that, you're never happy. You're, you are the most grumpy, moany thing in the world. I mean, I get annoyed, but I'm always happy. I was annoyed here. I was happy coming here, but there was a bloke behind me walking and scuffing his feet. He had a pair of those stupid skulls on, and he, he was clicking and scuffing. Wear some shoes you don't have to click. Pick your feet up. Flip-flops annoy me. Mm. You know? But I'm happy. I'm just annoyed. You are just like, oh, the world's on me. It's rubbish, this. I know the world's great. It's just sometimes people annoy me by <laughs> being there, <laughs> you know. But, uh, <laughs> Steve said I should be locked in one of those towers that princesses used to be locked in fairy towers, because everything annoys me. Um, but you, you are, you're grumpy. I'm not, I'm all right. Oh, right, okay, listen, we better play a record, um, soon, but, um, coming up, Steve, I went away with Carl. Okay. It was a little present from Jane. It was a golfing day. I could take someone, took Carl. It was a brilliant day. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. But it ended with us sort of drinking and chatting and me saying, right, I'm going to bed. Because Carl said the most ridiculous thing he has ever said. Think of that. That's something. Oh. Sometimes, Carl, I think you're on another planet. He's the only one.
by the girl on the planet, by the only ones. What a song. Amazing. One of my favourite intros ever. Um, Dr. Fox disagreed with me. His favourite ever was, uh, I think, Money for Nothing, if I remember correctly. Interesting. Yeah. Great, another great tune. Yeah, another great, another great tune. I'm not knocking, I'm not yeah. knocking him. If uh, you'd like to let us know what your uh, favourite intro of all time. <laughs> 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 that number again is over. <laughs> uh, for, for. Uh, right. Well, we got so much to, to get through well, with sorry, this show. Let me just get this, mate. I don't quite understand. You were given a gift. And the gift was a golfing, a golfing a day, day of golf. And, and, and uh, uh, yeah, for my Christmas present, part of my Christmas present from Jane, um, uh, a night away, um, two rooms, two rounds of golf, dinner for two, right? Mm. Uh, uh, but, but not with her, I know it's... Well, she doesn't play, no, she knew, no, it was a right. present, it was playing golf. It was, it was a sure. golfing day, she doesn't play golf, so um, I had to choose someone to uh, sure. um, uh, take away. Uh, sorry, it wasn't a romantic meal. <laughs> no, no, but that's what, no, that was my immediate thought. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> yeah, 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 me and Carl uh, just uh, getting in there in the jacuzzi together. <laughs> it it just sounds like an excuse for Jane to have a day off from you. <laughs> <laughs> but right. you don't play golf, Jay. I know, I know. Go. <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> a bowling ball with yeah. my name on it. Um, so, <clears throat> chose Carl, obviously. Um, uh, we went, well, it was a great day, wasn't it? Brilliant round of golf. Absolutely brilliant. Such a beautiful place in Stoke Poges, like a really posh place. And does, uh, do, are you a good golf, uh, a good golf player? Uh, well, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, uh, he bought, he, we, he bought the shoes, especially for it. Oh, we could have, I'd love to have seen him in those little shoes. I know, and they were no good because they were metal spikes, we had to change them, he was annoyed straight away. He, he spent over £22 on his, <sighs> these golf shoes. Uh, we hired a buggy, that was brilliant fun. Uh, I was bombing along, wasn't I? Mm. I don't drive, but I, I just, it was great on that buggy. Well, you've been on a buggy with me and you were a bit scared. Yeah. What? what I nearly killed us once. I was just taking banks and things, but you don't see sort of bunkers, and he'd scream and go, stop! And he'd put his foot down the brake, and then went, I reversed. At one, at one point, he sort of did a handbrake turn next to the lake, and then we had, we had to reverse, right? And you know you just flick a switch and put your foot down. He did that without looking. I looked behind, there's a big oak tree there. He screams, <laughs> watch the tree, right? He was, he was, so... Tubes of hazard. <laughs> I kept jumping in and uh, leaving him behind because I had to go to my ball. Because uh, sure. anyway, um, so uh, the first shot, the first shot, I got on my driver. I honestly did one of the best shots I've ever done. It went straight down. It was great. I thought, phew, got away with that because it's always the first one because it's a clubhouse and you yeah, want to look yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, he takes off that. And I've been saying, buy some balls. He just got six balls. I was going, what if you lose me? I want these six balls, right? He gets, tees up, right? Wax it. It goes miles, like right angles, straight into these, uh, the, the woods, right? He turns around, he goes, go and buy some more balls. <laughs> so I'm laughing, because it's like impolite to laugh, but he, he, he broke the ice for me, and yeah. I was falling around, and then his second shot, I go, you know you're off a three now, if you take another shot. He went, oh, right. So it's his third shot, he puts the ball down. <laughs> he hits the ground before it and misses the ball altogether. <laughs> and I was on my back, wasn't I? <laughs> Unbelievable. Actually rolling about on his back. <laughs> and then we were like terrible. I went round 107, he went round in like 119 or something. Sure. We were, it was just rubbish. How long but did it take? Five hours. Of course. And there was no one around, luckily. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was fantastic. So then we go and have a, um, uh, our meal. Oh, it annoys me. I said, right, I'll go for a run. He went, I'll have a bath. I said, I'll see you at quarter to eight. At five to eight, I have to call him. He's not ready, so he's let me down there. Oh. We, I, I can't stay in lateness or laziness. Lateness. Or, yeah, and he's let me down. Do you know his excuse? He fell asleep in the bath because there was no light bulb. 
There was no light bulb in the bathroom. So, so he instantly asleep. he fell asleep. <laughs> and he was late. No, do you know what I mean though, Steve? If you're sort of like nice and warm and what have you. I was tired anyway. I'd been stressed out <laughs> for four and a half hours, right? <laughs> uh, my life flashed in front of me a few times in that buggy. <laughs> so it's all sort of wears you down a bit. I thought, right, I've got a headache. You're going for your run. I'm going to have a bath. I walk in, put the light on. For some reason, it didn't come on, but I thought, it's all right. I'll just, uh, you know, doesn't matter. You can have a bath in the It's dark. summer, so it's light right. anyway. Well, so there's yeah. no windows in the bathroom, so, yeah. <laughs> so you were in the darkness. So I'm in the darkness. I nod off because I'm shattered. <laughs> he calls up, hassling me. So I said, well, oh, yeah, it doesn't normally take that long for me because... You know, I haven't got, like, long hair, I've got a dryer and sure. I can sort of one wipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, already ten minutes late, though, when I called. Well, of ten minutes. Mm, ten well, minutes. late, this is late, this, next. Well, it doesn't matter, dinner mm. wasn't until quarter past, so mm. we had, like, another yeah. twenty minutes anyway, so mm. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but we said quarter two. So he's calling up, hurry up, hurry up, so I said, yeah, all right, so I get out, and dry and like me tackle and what have you, calls back again <laughs> you 30 seconds film, later. You know. <laughs> no, I don't, no? you know, I don't, don't like know, that. Do that Give it a wipe. Thirty seconds later, come on! So I end up going downstairs to the to the meal area naked with a wet shirt on and wet socks. <laughs> I've got headache as it is. Meant to be a relaxing weekend. <laughs> but anyway, so we have our meal, which is re really nice. And then, we're, then we're sitting yeah. in the bar, I'm having a I'm having a cigar by the fire. Yeah, like we're having a, a rather nice uh, Pinot Grigio. Yeah. he's there going. I've got headache. Is this 1955 <laughs> that you live in? <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's so right. And we, we are knackered. Because, you know, he's not used to work. I've seen him moaning, falling asleep. He's sure. not used to it at all. And you've been on your feet for over, for over half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, we didn't even walk around the golf course. <laughs> we had a buggy. Yeah. wasn't even exercise. So, we get onto conversations. He's, talking about, he's, he's asking me stuff about evolution. What about, what's, tell me that. Why Why the giraffe? What's that rubbish about the giraffe getting along now? I said, well, it didn't It didn't try and get along there. It, it was selected because, um, you know, anyway. I went into evolution for him, and he said, but why would evolution do that? I went, well, you think that evolution didn't do anything. There's not, there's not this consciousness, there's not this will that a giraffe has to stretch its neck to reach the leaves. One had a long enough neck to survive and pass it. He was going, yeah, but why did evolution... But by the way, this isn't the most stupid thing. This okay. is uh, this is warming up. This is about quarter to nine. Right? Right. He said, why didn't evolution make a giraffe good at carpentry so it could build a ladder? Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. No. Right. All right. Okay. So he's thinking. He's thinking around it. He's trying to. He's trying to pick holes in evolution. Yeah. We get on to. Uh, I said. Well, things are. Uh, I said. Uh, um, uh, we can see the speed of evolution in, um, in lower life forms like bacteria, viruses. They evolved. And that's why um, uh, soon we won't have an antibiotic um, that can kill some certain bacterial strains. And he said. And this is about um, half eleven. And I said, I'm going to bed. Right. He said, in the future. They reckon that you'll be able to wake up and eat a yogurt you can have a chat with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, let's put a song on, right? No, and we'll come back to so it. So you're going to explain that? Yeah. You've got an explanation. The Verve and Sonic on XFM 104.9 and Ricky Gervais with me, Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington. So let's just get this right. What did Carl say? He's just specifically he said, those words He again. said, they reckon, and he, 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 I said, I'm going to bed. He went, no, really. I said, no, I'm going to bed, Carl. There's no point now because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like you're talking gobbledygook. You know what I mean? I might as well talk to a pot plant. <laughs> yeah. He said, in the future, they reckon, I don't know who they are. <laughs> sure. I don't know. People who post things on the internet that he oh, reads. Wow, I think. Telegraph. Anyway, can complete the sentence. They reckon that in the future you'll be able to wake up. I love you. There's always a little scenario, an embellishment, like this little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Dine. It's your yogurt. Hello. 
uh, you'll be able to wake up and eat a yoghurt you can have a chat with. All right, well, that, you know, thanks for that, Rick. I'm looking at you. I'm going to throw that over to Carl. <laughs> right. It's when I was away on holiday, right? I got, uh, I don't normally buy the Telegraph, because it's too big and that, isn't it? So, but, uh, they were giving it away for free on the plane, so I thought... Ding dong. Might yeah. as well have it. Mm -hmm. And I saw a couple of things in it, I thought that would be interesting. I saw this thing about the future, and it was talking about evolution and what have you, right, which I always find weird, because I always think that maybe we've sort of done it wrong anyway. Do you know what I mean? I sometimes think... You can't, you can't, evo by definition, evolution can't get things wrong. Mm. Things change that it's not successful, it can't pass on its uh, genetic material, or, uh, but if, if you're around, it's working. If you're around, it's working. Slugs are as evolved as they need to be. Slugs are as evolved as you. And well, me. that's true enough. No, yeah, yeah. no disrespect, but it works. It so, works. Sorry, around. But, but what's your point, Carl? No, I mean, I think we probably would have been better off staying as a fish. <laughs> Just because there's more water than land, isn't they? Right. And you wouldn't drown. This is why I went to bed. No, I can't I'm thinking of dozing off now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it went. It, do you know what I mean? From what well, was it? It was bacteria. It was yeah. fish, mermaid, man. <laughs> onwards and what have you. So anyway. <laughs> oh so God! Was, oh. oh God! No, there there are a few knowledge gaps in your theory of evolution. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, you generally got it right, though. So yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. It, it went. It went bacteria, fish, mermaid, man. Um, <laughs> so what, what next is the big question? <laughs> so, oh. so it was telling you all about this and what have you been saying now? Like uh, we shouldn't have interfered. Because maybe if we wouldn't have invented planes and what have you, maybe we'd be able to fly and what have you sure, if we really yeah. needed to and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. So, we've, so we've interfered with, with mm. evolution, you see. Right. Well, then it was saying, well, what's the future going well, we Well, yes, in one way we have interfered with evolution, yeah. The, ev uh, the evolution of the human being in society is changing. It's not, it's no longer based on the strongest or the fittest because medical science can keep us alive long enough. Um, people can uh, uh, pass on their genetic material where without this civilization they wouldn't have been able to. So, yeah, um, it's di it, 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 there are different parameters, uh, there are different pressures, there are different things that say whether we're going to pass on our genetic material or not. Okay. So in that sense, you're right. And that, but, Rick, as far as I'm aware, has led to a yoghurt that you can eat and have a conversation with. So, so this is what it was saying. It was just saying, you know, we're living in mad times and that. You sure. know, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. One of and, which uh, is. And, and the fellow was just saying, uh, you know, with computers and stuff like that, the way it is, uh, we'll be able to wake up. Go on. Have a chat with your yoghurt and have something to eat. What do you mean, have a chat with your yoghurt? Because of the amount of, I mean, you have them yoghurts already, those friendly yoghurts. Those bacteria-friendly ones, so this is just a, a really friendly one. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God! I'm my best! Do you know what? Sometimes, Carl, I think that we're having a chat with the yoghurt. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there, there can't be any difference. Uh, uh, yeah, but then I'm always reminded that would be more entertaining. It <laughs> oh. would be more informative. God! You two, City of Blinding Lights. I'm going to see them next week. Yeah. Them. Well, enjoy yeah. that. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Thanks yeah. again for letting me know about your, uh... Old Nobbo and, and Edge yeah. and all that. Now, listen, you just got an email there saying, can you turn up, uh, your microphone, Steve? Apparently my voice is a little bit, uh, well, Carl has to do one thing, make sure we're heard. That's yep. all he has to do. Well, I can hear it. Sounds fine to me. Mm. Well, not to the you... listeners, and that's who we're trying to please. Well, yeah. it's one person, so they can't hear Yes, you. but we've only got one listener. So <laughs> yeah. if he's not happy, we're buggered. <laughs> You'd have to say buggered. Um, 
Oh. Not twice, certainly. <laughs> Once could have been a mistake. Yeah. Twice, pointing it out is definitely, yeah, complaint material. Now, Carl. Carl, you haven't uh, told us about your holiday yet. You were meant to do it last week and you didn't. Uh, you started yes. on this, but we didn't have time because we had to do monkey news about a monkey who was a director who cared about lighting and stuff. Mm. Is there but, more monkey news this week? Uh, yeah. w w is it as... Uh, Oh, okay. Is there, is it real monkey news? C did it happen, or is it mostly embellishment in your round little head? It's proper stuff. Yeah, okay, stuff, good. So, holiday, where did you go on holiday? Uh, Sardinia. Good? Yeah, it's alright, yeah. Uh, nice food and that, it's important, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, nice beaches and what have you. Excellent. It's like a nice long beach to walk down. Yeah. But, uh, so we're having a nice walk, right? You know how, uh, Nudists do me adding. Shocking. <laughs> right. Not uh, a problem though, is it? It's not like being scared of spiders where they might jump out under the chicken, uh, chicken sink, kitchen sink at you. You know what I mean? It's not a big problem being, having your head done in by nudists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it just annoys me. It sort of ruins the day a little bit. Cause it, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. Take your clothes off if you feel uncomfortable. It's much more relaxing. Yeah, but, well anyway, <laughs> right, so I'm walking along the beach. Right, lovely long beach, might have you, you know, watching the sea, picking up shells and that. And what are, your, what are you wearing? What's your natural beach club? When he says picking up shells, I imagine he's on all fours going, <laughs> yeah. like that, you know what I mean, looking at things. <laughs> just like washing his nuts in the sea to, to get them to get tasty. Yeah, going into the sea and then kind of shaking himself and all the water flows off. <laughs> yeah. I've just got, you know, flip-flops on, pair of shorts Some and, uh, and like a, little, a little light shirt. Right? Sure. Mm. So anyway, walking along and, uh... Suzanne goes, oh look, right? And there's this woman, German, I think, uh, coming out of the. How can you tell she was German? Underarm well, hair. I'll get to it. Forget okay. the underarm hair. <laughs> <laughs> she came out, it looked like she was smuggling seaweed. I'm going to burst! I'm right? going to burst! Oh god! And, and the, the funny thing is, right? <laughs> she, uh. <laughs> She, uh, she was a bit hairy down there, was she? It, mental. <laughs> I felt bad because I hadn't had a shave for two days, right? Looked at her, just, it was ridiculous. She might as well have kept her trunks on. <laughs> it was just like she was wearing furry trunks, right? So anyway, oh God. so I'm walking around. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, go on in. So go Suzanne's on. like, oh, look, and I'm like, oh, not again. You know, because every time we go away, it always seems to be one of these. Is she by herself, this woman? Well, the weird thing was, she was with her husband, right? Yeah. But he had shorts on. He yeah. was happy, right? Yeah. But every time, like, because I walked past her and he sort of ran off, because he's, he's embarrassed. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's nothing normal about it. How, what can he do? He can't go, all right, mate. Because he knows it's, it's odd, right? How so old I'm, was he? Uh, sorry, how old was she? <sighs> it's hard to tell when someone hasn't got clothes on. Sure. Do you know what I mean? It's, they, they always look older, don't they? When, when they haven't got clothes on anyway. But I'd say she was about, 40, 41. Okay, right. So, um, so yeah, so I walked past, and, and the annoying thing is, she, she got there on a bike, right? No clothes on, little pair of boots next to the bike. So if you can wear boots, just pop some shorts on. <laughs> you know what I mean? That takes more effort for me, putting boots on. But put the shorts on, right? right? So anyway, so the husband kept running off, 
I walk past and, and I, I'm getting annoyed because I'm saying, well, we've got to walk past them again on the way back. There's I no love the way. fact that they're scuttling away when Carl walks past. Like when you lift up a bit of um, sort of iron sheeting in the woods and loads of mice run away. Yeah. It's like whenever Carl goes, that nudists run away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, right, okay. So, but no, so, so we sort of come walking back and what have you and, and you know, I have, a, have another look and what have you and he runs off again. Look, why are you having another look if it offends you so much? Oh, you might as well just, just have a look. You know what I mean? It's just putting it on show and what have you. But yeah. the interesting thing was, I just wondered whether the, the husband... Cause if I, the husband were really nude, you'd looked at his tackle. Because remember, when you went to see those two strippers and it was a woman and a man and they whipped their shorts off, you said you looked at his tackle first. Uh, I think any bloke would. Well... You would. You just check it out. It's natural, isn't it? You just go, oh, right. So it is normal or whatever. Because you don't know if... You, you know what I mean? You don't know if what you've got's right until you see someone else's. <laughs> No, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, so, um, but he got us talking, because I was, then, soon as I saw her, sort of, day's been ruined a bit, so I'm walking up the beach. <laughs> it's been ruined! Walking up the beach with Suzanne going, how does it happen? Do you know what I mean? Why do people do this? What's, what's, what fun are they getting out of it and what have you? And, um, I just was thinking, is there any chance that that fella, right, didn't even know that she was a nudist until they went away? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I said to Suzanne, if, if, say if I met Suzanne, it's like we're getting on, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. And then you go off on holiday and you go, you haven't got much uh, luggage. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, no, it's fine, this is plenty, and I'm thinking that's weird. And then we go down the beach and she whips her knickers off. <laughs> I'd, I'd be annoyed, but there's nothing I could do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sure. So I'm just wondering whether that's what happened to this fella. Every time someone came walking up, he was like, oh, God, this is embarrassing. And he yeah. kept nipping off. Yeah. Finding something else to do. Look at some shells. <laughs> so what, well, I'm what, wondering, Rick, if at some point, maybe today or in future shows, we should get a nudist, you know, one of those official nudist spokespeople, you know, because all these nudist organisations, get them on the phone, justify themselves to Carl, because, you know, in, in his mind, they are, what would you say, weirdos, freaks? I just don't, I don't quite get it. I was reading something in one of the supplements last weekend, and some journalist went round to some, uh, whatever you call it, some... Resort or whatever and for, just for nudes sure. and that, and it's well, just playing like, volleyball. Well, the annoying thing was bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that annoying? Well, don't play a sport where you got to bend over. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Young from the album Zuma, and that's uh, Pardon My Heart on Beautiful. XFM one hundred four point nine. Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, Carl Pilkington. We just had a, a text here that says, and I don't know what truth there is in this, as ever, but John says there is apparently a nude bike ride today in Hyde Park. Now, I can't believe that's the case, because I don't think it's allowed, is it? You can't ride around with your... your venture, can you? I don't know. Why would you want to? Well, good point. On a bike. <laughs> On a bike, I love the fact that that's what disgusts him. I, I, I want, do you know what, if we did appeal for a nudist to call in, I'd want a very specific sort, I don't want, I want, I want a German nudist... A middle-aged man called Helmut. Okay. If there is any, or the closest one to it. So, I want a middle-aged man from Germany. If your name is Helmut, you're in. But I'll accept, I'll accept Hans. Um, Carl would be okay. good, wouldn't it? All right. Yeah. I think, I'm, I'm wondering if the age might, maybe we could, could we, could we broaden okay, that Okay, just a, a German, a German nudist bloke. Right. Could he at least be fat? <laughs> could <laughs> I find a fat German fella? If your name's Helmut, we're going to give you a big prize. Yeah. But, you know, any fat German fella who likes to get his sausage out. Sure. Okay? It's sauerkraut. Yeah. What's the phone number? Uh, 0871 
triple two one oh four nine. It'd be good just to get an email or a text though with a contact one, and then I can just call them up in the week. Sure. And, uh... 83936 is the, uh, text number. I think, I mean, I don't know what our, um, our audience demographic pans out like, Rick, but I'm suspecting that's probably a fairly small fraction of our listenership. The, I uh, know, but, you know, the there must German be someone out there, if you know a fat German, who likes to get his tackle out of phones going. Straight away, away, straight away. Just answer it, Carl, just answer it, just pop no, like. It could just, be anything. Well, let's just no, see what be, it is. To be fair, it could be a nutter. It could be a nutter. But it just say hello, just if, no, tell no, your turn, it's nutter straight away. it'll stay there, won't we? It'll stay there. We'll answer it. Oh, let's Answer leave it. it. Leave it. Answer it. Oh, you see this? It's gone. It's gone. There you go. He bottled it. So, just as well. Well, you took too long to answer. There's a vicar in uh, <laughs> Australia who's who started sort of doing his services and all that in nude. It's hot in it there out there. Yeah, Where do you get the churches? Aren't churches are pretty cold? <laughs> uh, it was on uh, on some website. Of course, it was. Yeah. Just saying about a, a vicar and that who's. Uh, there's a lot of nudists and that who want to get married. Do it, you know, you know, don't mess about with the wedding dress and that, just snip up. Cheaper, well, isn't it? Well, I, also, I suppose it's so, uh, uh, I suppose if you believe in God, you believe that, uh, that's the way to be, innit? Because Adam and Eve and that. Yeah, but then in Adam and Eve, they, the shame made us uh, dress up, didn't it? Yeah. Eating the apple and things. Yeah, but God didn't want that, did he? No, he wanted to see it all. He was loving it. <laughs> he was having a of time getting a life full of all of that, and then they, the snake said, cover yourself up. Stitched, stitched him right up. Yeah. So if you believe in God, which clearly I don't, do you believe in God, Carl? Uh, don't know, I don't really worry about it. It was ages ago, wasn't it? So, you know, if it's about, whatever, whatever. Not that bothered. Adam and Eve is pretty interesting though, isn't it? It's not, well, how, how is it interesting? He made, he made, he made man, made, uh, out of dust, then he, just because he could, he's having a laugh, um, then he made uh, her out of his, one of his ribs, again, he'd like to vary it a little bit, then they had two sons, uh, which gave rise to the entire human race. What was going on there then? What would have happened if they didn't get on? <laughs> that's interesting. Sometimes with pandas they don't fancy the other one, do they? They go, well, that's my choice. One, you've brought me one panda from Lisbon Zoo and I've got to chag that. What if I don't fancy it? What if they bring in the right, a right slapper? Do you think that... What if it's the equivalent of, like, um, uh, uh Love Island, whatever well, it's called? I it was like Celebrity Love Island. Yeah, and they're going, I am not shagging that slapper. Every, every panda in the world has seen that dirty old mott in magazines. Why am I meant to mate with it? I've got some dignity. Are you talking about Adam there or Panda? Was that... Um... Or either is fire, I suppose. <laughs> no, no, so, bad do you think that Adam had any say? When God was making Eve, was he saying, can make, make the boobs a bit bigger, would you? And then... <laughs> I'm sort of, I'm a blonde guy, I'm into blondes, really. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't know, did he have any input or was it just... I don't know. Well, I suppose it's... Uh, it was one of his ribs, after I all. know, well, he's probably restricted. You go, well, I'm, I'm working with a rib, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Give me a break, there's only so many things I can do. Well, he was probably, he was probably in kind of intensive care, wasn't he, with well, the whole... They go, well, I can't just keep making the boobs and things bigger, because her legs will get short. I, go, I don't mind no, short legs. Well, yeah, legs, legs I, I don't mind no legs. I don't mind no legs. As long as the boobs are sizable. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's weird, though, Steve, right? Everyone's heard of, like, Adam and Eve, yeah? What's the surname? Yeah, where'd they get their post from? Unbelievable. Now listen, before you play the next tune, we should just, uh, we were trying to mop up some stuff from the last couple of shows, which we haven't dealt with yet. One of which is an obsession of yours, because you're, we're on a radio station, Ricky and I come in, we bring in CDs, music we love, it means so much to us, we adore it. You don't really care about music, you, you work at a radio station, it's just, uh, you know, I don't no, care. I do, I do. No, I do. you don't. 
I do like a good track. I don't like everything that comes out and everyone raves about. Yeah, you thought the iPod wasn't worth it because you you, got, you named the five tracks you'd like. What was it? It was In the Ghetto, Babushka, Living in the City. What was the other one? Uh, Killing a Georgie. And there was one other one or something. And you just only like songs with a story. Yeah, but then there's a reason to listen to it, isn't there? Well, not only story once. Going on. No, because you might forget the ending. Listen to it again. Yeah, anyway, you might, we, yeah. You've been listening to Babushka quite a lot, is that right? Because you've, you've really got into your head now, you're trying to decipher well, the story. Well, when I've been sort of asking for songs with stories, people have texted and emailed in and whatever, and I've had, I've had a couple, you know, last time we did the show. So I've gone, oh, right, that sounds interesting. Uh, and Babushka, when I was away on holiday, I listened to it a few times because I like the story. It's a good little story going on. You've got some thoughts on it though, have you? Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have a listen well, to let's it. Well, let's have a listen uh, to the track, and then I know you've got some queries you'd like to raise. It's just about a, f a woman, in it, who, uh, I don't know, she's ugly or something, aged badly, and her husband gets bored with her. Have a listen, see what you think. Right. XFM. You're listening to Magic 105.4, that was all the way back to 1979. Kate Bush, Babushka. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... We yeah, would like your suggestions for songs which have stories in them, which um, may entertain Carl. They could shoot to the top of his list. What do you think of that, Carl? That has a, has a, a little story there. Uh, I like it, but... So she, she tests her husband, yeah, she writes him letters, she gets a letter back, it's a pseudonym, Babushka's her pseudonym, it's not a real name, her real name is uh, uh, Molly Strank. <laughs> from Ealing, um, <laughs> and, uh, he responds, he goes, oh, he's, he's, he's you know, so, uh, in real terms, he's, he's having a bit of a, an illicit affair behind her back, because he doesn't know it's his wife, so he goes, oh, well, I'll take this a bit further, see how far I go, he turns up, she turns up, she, you know, he gets it on with her, and he's falling for her, because she's acting like she used to act, you know, it's, yeah, it's, but was yeah. he just playing along with it? Was he like, no, no, it's not, because they'd have said that in the song, they don't leave no, it up some to people that. do that, don't they? Well, it wasn't, Kate Bush would have said, and by the way, he's playing along, she'd have given us a clue, he's not, he's fallen for it. <laughs> she went long incognito, he thought it was another woman. But how much work can you do to yourself to, if, say, say, if, like, uh, <laughs> I, I wrote a letter to Suzanne, yeah. right? Saying, She'd uh, know it was you, it'd have egg stains on it, it'd be spelt wrong. No, but, and you'd but, you sign know, it Carl, crossed out, uh, Babushka. I wrote to, uh, I wouldn't pick Babushka. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a ridiculous name, that wouldn't have worked anyway. You just get a vision in your head of, I wouldn't have answered a letter from someone called Babushka. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the point. If Kate Bush is listening, please call in, because I'd love her to have a conversation well, yeah, with you. I mean, that would be good. Forget Helma. No, no, Helma, you keep trying. A fat German. We want Kate Bush and a fat German. What I mean is, though... Now, wait a minute. What worries me is he didn't answer the last phone call. What if Kate Bush does think <laughs> that? Well, if anyone knows, if anyone knows Kate Bush, give her a call now. She's probably not listening. She's probably doing yoga or something, I imagine, or making a, a lentil soup, or, or maybe just like repotting some plants, right? But or practicing piano, right? But if anyone knows Kate Bush, she's got a number. Call her up now. Say, tune into XFM. There's a little bald mank fella wants to talk to you about Babushka, right? Oh, but but how much? But how much? Don't worry. You'll 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 get your. Chant. The how, phone's going. That could be Kate Bush. Be Bush. Yeah, it's that it's could, not. Don't worry about it. It's that Kate could Bush. be Kate Bush. Oh, I know for a fact it isn't. Okay, okay. answer it. XFM. Half Light by Athlete on XFM 104.9. Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington. Carl. All right. Two o'clock. Let's get Rockbusters rolling. I should just, um, if people aren't familiar with Rockbusters, then, um, someone has actually sent in one of their own.
test Carl. Um, they've used, I think, the same principle that Carl has, which is, you know, utterly random. Yeah. As you said before, Tenuous, you're really just, just trying not to really think of something yeah. that he might sure, be thinking of. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, I'm gonna, I mean, she's done it quite coherently, but I'm wondering if I should sort of say it more as Carl might say it, you know, just slightly less. More different every time. Yeah, slightly less coherent. So, um, Carl, this is one for you, alright? Go on. You know, it's Sunday morning, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm in bed, but I don't sleep, you know, but like, Hollyoaks is on, the omnibus, I'm just watching that, you know. Um, I go and make a lovely cup of tea, you know, in the bed with Suzanne, aren't I, having a cup of tea? What's going on there? Just watching the telly and that, but hang on. I haven't got anything to dunk in me, uh, in my tea. I haven't got anything to dunk in my tea, have I? Yeah, I mean, I haven't got anything to dunk in there, and I'm just having, you know, what, what am I doing? Is What's, it LB? It's LR. Oh. LR. So, have a think about that one, Carl. I, I think I know it. Yeah. Do you? Go for it. Go on. Is it Lionel Rich, Richie? It is Lionel sort Richie. Of, What's your logic? Sort of lying in, lying ill, and it's like... No, no rich tea. No, no rich, rich tea. tea. Yeah. No biscuits, no rich tea. Lying, no rich tea. Lionel Rich tea. Lionel Richie. It works. It's just, it's just as coherent as like it. What's that? We've done one a little bit like it. There's no wrong with that. I cannot believe so you got that's it. A, that's a <laughs> taste. I cannot believe you got it. I might not have got it without the initials, but that's why we chuck them in just to help you along. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, right, uh, so what have you got for us right, this so week? We've got, we've got three of them. Oh, we've by got... the way, don't bother calling in Kate Bush because Carl doesn't want to answer the phones. He says Kate Bush is not going to call, so it's all going to be nutters. So we apologise. He's got one thing to do. He didn't even get the sound right because someone was complaining about they couldn't hear Steve. He's got to do monkey news, which is always twaddle, and he won't even answer the phones now. So I don't know. I don't know why he gets paid. He takes off Mondays because he don't. works Saturdays. He I gets don't. paid for Saturdays. He takes five weeks holiday. Yeah. Not off Mondays. And, anyway. and Andy moans. Not off Mondays. Wow. <laughs> right, um, what, what have you got for us? Right then, the first one. Uh there's a vehicle that sells kebabs. Right? <laughs> there, there's a vehicle that sells kebabs. Initial D. Right? B. Right. Right? Have you worked that one out? Of course I haven't. Right, the second one. Um you're asked if you want that bit of the egg. <laughs> you are. You are. You're asked if you, if you want that bit of the egg. Yeah. You think about it, but we t uh, sort of decide against it. <laughs> and what, again, what's going on there? You're asked if you want that bit of the egg. You think about it, but you go, nah, I don't go against it. Right? I've I've got it. Is so it is initials W uh, Y O? Yeah, got it. Right. So okay. Yeah. That uh, one. That one works. Right. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and the last one, I don't think this burger will catch on. I don't think this burger will catch on. Yeah, and the letter there is M. So you just uh, text or email in uh, with the answers and uh, win some stuff. What have yeah. we got? We've got some prizes. We've got uh, another box set of the League of Gentlemen. This um, is instant gratification, but uh, you go into a draw for some, something bigger. So what have we got today? Yeah, well, today, this is what you're taking home today. Right. Uh, you've got the League of Gentlemen, the complete collection on DVD. That's yeah. not worth, that's worth having, definitely. Uh, we've got Catterick, which is the current Vic and Bob show on BBC Two, which is uh, good. The Aviator, the um, the award-winning um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese biopic. And, once again, Ladder 49. We're giving that away again, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently oh, we've got... Um, can we get a job like those? We've we got loads of them. We've got Oh, yeah. excellent. So Email well. in if you just want a copy of Ladder 49. I'm sure we could dig one out for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or phone in, because Carl does not answer the phones. Right. And remember, the winner goes forward 
uh, into the chance to win the big prizes, the signed Homer drawing, uh, the signed Nigel Tufnell poster, and you go to rickygervais.com and see Matt Groening actually drawing that to, uh, to, to verify it. Bit of Lloyd Cole won't oh, never anywhere, has it? Has it? Lloyd Cole, Impossible Girl, on XFM 104.9. Wow. Rick, I'm just reading an email we've had, and it is indeed true. Scores of naked cyclists will be wheeling around London today in a mass protest against oil dependency. The World Naked Bike Ride will see the arresting site of up to 200 daring riders bearing all in their cycle past some of the capital's most famous landmarks. Have they got to wear an helmet? <laughs> Are they against wearing an helmet? Well, I don't... I, I, I think they're trying to, try to make a statement, I would imagine. I don't know. Well, they don't have to wear a helmet. It's not law to wear a helmet on a bike, is it? Obviously. It's for your own safety. It's sensible. You're right, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also sensible to just pop some pants on. <laughs> <laughs> just pop some pants on. Are you going to be popping down there and cheering them on? I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near it. What, what are they going against? What's the problem that's going on? Um, oil dependency. I think, you know, generally we're consuming too much oil, aren't we, in the world, and it's going to run out one day, and we've not talking, got any alternatives. Uh, talking of, um, campaigns and, uh, things and that, um, did you see, uh, um, Sir Bob on, um, Jonathan Ross last night? Sir Bob Geldof. Sir Bob Geldof. Yeah. Uh, um, are you going to walk to, uh, Edinburgh or sail to France, Carl? What, what do you think of all this? The G8? Uh, I think it's good that, you know, He's, uh, he's doing some stuff for the world and what have you, but probably won't, won't bother. No. Having a walk. What do you make of all this, all this campaigning? You know, he's dedicated his life to this now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I was watching him last night, and I respect the man. I mean, he used to work here, didn't he? Did some shows and that. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's all right that he, that he can do it, but... I assume that's not why you respect him. I assume you respect him because he's trying to save a nation, as opposed to he used to work in XFM for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying is uh it's it's good that he's he's given up a lot of his time to, you know, try and save the world and that, but you know, there's a bit of me that's kind of like you know, is he wasting his time a bit? Right, well, what do you mean wasting his time? Well he's he tried it before and No, no, no wait, 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 wait. What he's trying to say is that the G eight are the, the uh, I think the seven most uh, rich wealthy nations in the world and Russia and they get together and they can they can wipe out the, the third world debt. Mm. I.e. They, they owe us billions and billions of pounds, they can't afford to pay it back. So he's going to say, let's, let's wipe the slate clean and pledge, I think, a lot more aid and stuff to them, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So what do you think of that? But won't, won't they just do it again? <laughs> right, what's your thinking? No, I just I mean... Knew, I, I, I knew I had a little diamond in the rough here. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, I, I admit, I brought this up because I really wanted to know what, what Carl thought of it. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I have ulterior motives. It wasn't just for awareness for, for, the, for the very worthy cause. It was because I know... Look at him looking at me. Look at him, he looks at me like a cat. Honestly, it's like there's nothing behind those eyes. Right, what do you mean? They're just going to run up the debt again, you think? Well, what I mean is, right, when I was a kid, right, and I wanted to go to the arcade... I'd borrow a quid off me mum, right, and she'd say, don't come back asking for more and what have you. But I'd, I'd have a go on a pinball machine or whatever, <coughs> game on a fruity, and then go back, and she'd go, and I'd go, can I have some more money? And she goes, I gave you a quid before. And I go, I know, but I'm on holiday. And she goes, there you go then. And then I'd go off and do the same thing. I didn't go, no, I wasted the last one, I'm going to pop this in the bank. 
Right. So, so you think that's what's going to happen with... That's with, a, with that's a nice, nice metaphor. So what do you think happened in there as the Africans are, uh, are blowing it down the arcade? <laughs> Instead of putting it towards a fishing rod, they're blowing it down the arcade. <laughs> they're trying to... They are trying... I'm trying to win a watch. <laughs> Look, I've got a hundred goals. I think this thing is dodgy. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to win a fluffy toy. I just and so Bob's, yeah, Bob's saying, you're never going to get the Snoopy. You're never going to get the it's Snoopy. It's always going to fall out of the little claw. It's with rude. The, the claw top. is not strong enough. <laughs> yeah. Do not waste them. No, no, Midge. <laughs> Midge, Midge. Midge. write a song. Write another song, mate. They've blown it down the arcade. <laughs> Brilliant. So no, that's your genuine logic, is it? Well, I just don't know, uh... I if, if they put me in charge of it, I don't know what I'd do. I, I just think it's a... It's a Could I just say that will never happen? No. Could I just say to London... Yeah. And anyone listening Sleep on Sleep easy. Saturday, yeah, don't worry. Carl is not going to be put in charge of G8. It's not going to be him, Blair. <laughs> Chirac. <laughs> That would be Brilliant. a joy if it that were. That would be amazing. But anyway, so let's assume for what in one some alternate universe you are in charge. What would you do? Monkeys, obviously, it's like Planet of the Apes. <laughs> What's uh, what? What are you? What are you going to do? You're you're the only you know, only person with opposable thumbs. <laughs> What's your solution? Uh, we've done a lot of it, and we? we've sent yeah. you know money out there. We've sent them clothes and that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have you? It's gone. You say we, have you sent... I've done, I've done loads for charity. Go on. No, loads. I've done done loads of stuff. Go on. Done what? Oh, I give stuff to Oxfam. Yeah? Uh, what stuff you don't want anymore? Yeah, junk, you mean. Well, yeah, but it's, it'll be all right for them. I mean, I said to you the other day, like, when they collect clothes for over there, I don't know, none of my stuff's going to fit them well. But, what, but, but the thing is, I do loads <laughs> of charities. I do loads of things like... Uh, Go on. I pay, I pay for tools. You know, I do that thing, a monthly payment of a fiver. Paying right. for... Uh, you know, toolbox and that for someone out there. I help uh, old people, which I'm going to stop, to be honest. Why? Because, um, do you know this, do you know this thing I do, Steve, right? No. This is, this is a fiver a month as well, right? <laughs> got, got, I got stopped in Leicester Square one day. They said, uh, oh, there's a little old woman somewhere. She's cold. Are you going to help her out? <laughs> so I was like, oh, why me? Right? <laughs> so anyway, so they said it's easier if people look after one old woman, right? So Why me? I've signed up to look after this old woman called, I don't know, to call her name June or whatever, it doesn't matter. So <laughs> It does to her, but go on. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm paying this fiver a month, and, and the first fiver, you know, uh, first time I paid it, I got this thing in the post, right? Mm. And it had, uh, you know, thanks a lot, Carl. Uh, you're looking after June. Here she is, you know, here's a little uh, picture of her, and she's sat there, what have you, with a cardigan on and, and stuff like that. Every five pound you pay, you know, it'll be cheering her up, and, you know, look after her, pay for her food, and what have you. So, for a bit, you feel good, don't you, and you think, well, I've done my bit for the world. Hmm. Anyway, two months later, get another package, right? Picture of June in there again. She's got a tan. <laughs> <laughs> So he's saying, he's saying you're paying to keep her warm. No, they meant a week in Mallorca or whatever. And this is, this is what I mean, people turn, if they can get away with it. So, you know, whilst Geldof's there every year or every couple of years going, let's do this for them, let's do that. I tell you what, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get off my ass if, if that was over there. But that isn't oh having God, a go. That isn't, I don't know where to start! That isn't having a go, though. Oh, what do you think, so what do you think? You think they're going, don't, don't bother, don't bother, um... Getting a job or anything? Gold off a bit, and then gold off a bit. It's June. Oh, I don't isn't know. It? I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. But so you I'll... think Sir Bob should just wash his hands of the whole affair? You think it's a complete waste of time? Is that what you're saying? 
that you oh. should just leave them to it. Just leave them to it. Let them sink ever more into debt, ever more into hunger. You just think that should just carry, oh, just think, carry on? Do you know what this? I think you're saying? Obviously, I think, I think, now I'm not with words in your mouth, are you saying they blew the last lot we gave them, they've got to learn a lesson? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Is that, that what you're thinking? No. What are you thinking? I, I'm not thinking anything like that. All, all I was thinking is about this gig, it might have been better to do it, like, rather than, I don't know, ruining a grass field in Edinburgh and that, do it out in Africa. Right? Get people out there, get the tourists up. Do you know what I mean? Get a load of people out there. Mm. They've got loads of... I don't of reckon he's going to get people to walk to Edinburgh. I very much doubt no, no, but people are going to fly to Addis Ababa to see Coldplay. Cheap flights, what have you. Right. Hot dog stands and that. Locals will love that. Right? <laughs> Job done. Brilliant. Let's put him in charge. Yeah, just for one day. Let's put him in charge of live. If Bob Galdoff is listening, I know, I know uh, you respect him because he used to work on XFM. No, but if Bob, Bob well. if you're listening, please, I would love, oh my God, a conversation, Bob Galdoff talking to, forget Kate Bush, forget Hammer. That would Hammer. be amazing. Can Bob please call in and speak to Carl? No one call except Bob, so we know it's Bob calling. Right, get on the phone. What's the phone number? What's the phone number? Can't we talk to him next week? He might be busy next week. No, He's he got won't. stuff to organise. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You can talk to us next week. All right, I'm not going to go. I'll go through the phones. It's mental. <laughs> Play right. record. All right, what are we having? Bit of, uh, bit of killers? Yeah. The killers, somebody told me on XFM 104.9. Tell you what, talking of um, starving, I went to what is meant to be the best restaurant in the world on... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. Sure. Um, you must be famished. Uh, well, Jonathan uh, Ross... Uh, booked a table there. It came out. I think he's been trying to get there for a while, and uh, um, I think there's a waiting list and everything, right? And uh, well, he's got over here. You're walking straight in. He can. He's walked straight in with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, uh, me and Jane went along with him and Jane to the Fat Duck in Bray, uh, as it was voted the best restaurant in the world. Right. Okay? And um, it was incredible. I mean, it's across between a restaurant and sort of Barnum. They, do, yeah. you know, just do incredible food. But all the way there, I'm thinking, well, I, I, I can't eat stuff in normal restaurants. Mm. I can't eat, I don't eat red meat. I'm squeamish about things like seafood, uh, anything, anything that's a little, got too many legs or was, or was a crustacean once or uh, feeds on worms. I, I, it was, I knew that one of their, um, signature dishes was snail porridge. So I'm thinking, I'm not going to be able to eat anything here. So I was thinking, uh, I had something to eat before I went. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking that they better not have mucked around the bread, right? Got there, beautiful, um, and uh, it was it was it was really quite fantastic. And and I let them know straight away um, that I was a philistine, and they really accommodated me. You know, uh, 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 I didn't have the snail porridge. I, they they put um, mushrooms in my snail porridge, which was more of a risotto. And there's tasting menus and that, and it was it was um, uh, really fantastic. But Jonathan, halfway through, on the way there, I don't like to travel well, on the way there, he actually phoned me and said, why are we taking you to this restaurant? Good point. Very good point. Uh, uh, they know, even if I go around there, they cook me sausage and mash. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? Well, you are, you have the palate of one of those kids from the Jamie Oliver school dinners <laughs> programme. Who's, he's got the lovely Jamie Oliver cooked, you know, kind of uh, yeah. ratatouille, yeah. but they're going for the sort of chicken... 
Twizzlers. What's the normal chicken? I love chicken. I yeah. like, I like I, the chicken I can eat. I'm squeamish about red meat. There's nothing I've, re- you know, it's a mixture of, it's not, uh, it's not morals. There's only one thing I don't eat morally, uh, that's veal. But the other thing else is just like, if it's got eyes and legs and things sticking out of it, or it's But a it bit hasn't pink. got eyes and legs things sticking I out of it. Know, what are you talking about? Yeah. I, I mean, it just infuriates me. I actually got to a point now where I, ca- I refuse to eat out with Ricky. Because I can't, it just sucks the life out of me. It actually makes me depressed. I can't enjoy the experience. If you go to an awards do, they bring out lovely gr- lovely food, you know, three courses, always and lamb. you're whinging. You're it's always it's salmon, whinging. Which is hardly cooked, followed by lamb. Lo- lovely bit of lamb. Who doesn't think lamb is the best of all the meats? Oh. And you no. just, you whinge, you complain, you look at Jane like a little boy who's like, oh, mum, why have you brought me here? <laughs> you are just... <laughs> It was, oh, and I tell you, and I put it at the, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, badmouth people, but I suspect it's your family. I suspect it was your upbringing. I imagine, you know, I imagine that if I came to your house, you know, late sixties, early seventies, came round to your place in Reading, it would have just been the smell of chip fat, always just on. everywhere, chip pervading, fat fire just on. one of those chip fat fries that's just, yeah, like you say, constantly, twenty four hours but a day, I used to eat just things. bubbling I away. I used to eat beef and pork and that, and then I, it, it, I used to have to eventually, when I was getting sort of squeamish and getting older, I'd make a burn it so much that it was just like chewing on a piece of leather anyway. <laughs> Well, I couldn't, I couldn't stand the, the sight of blood or so. A salad so, in your house would have been I'll a, tell you what a, a salad onion and a packet of crisps. No, a salad in my house, right, was one of the summer, we were out the garden, lovely salad, grated cheese, grated egg, two bits of beetroot with your leave, um, <laughs> uh, a pickled onion and a packet of crisps. <laughs> Uh, and that was that was uh, that was a salad. But yeah. now, is, uh, that, is that do you agree that that is probably the reason why you've got this 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 palate? And I don't even it's no, not even I've, a palate. I've, that's I've, too nice I've, a word I've to use for it. I've got more squeamish as I've got older. Because I say I used to I used to eat beef but and pork. What do you mean squeamish? I don't understand what you mean squeamish. I suddenly think about cooked. it. I can eat I, I can eat like you know like it has to be blasted. It has to be unrecognisably an animal. You know what I mean? I, I mustn't see a bit of pink or a bit of fat. So if we, if we were in biblical times, yeah. and you're there, <laughs> and Jesus Christ has just fed 40,000 with some fishes and some loaves, you'd be going, I'm right into the fish, JC. I say, take and the head off, cook, cook, really cook, take the skin off, I, there's, I can see a bit of spine. And unless, that, unless that bread is mighty white, I'm not interested. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, what he hasn't said is, well, um, he gets frustrated because we have to go from restaurant to restaurant for something I can eat. But the reason we've only got about three restaurants to choose from are that, because he doesn't want to spend more than a fiver at lunchtime. At lunchtime? Mm. If I was going out of an evening, you'd spend a decent amount of wallop. But lunchtime, Would you? I spend, you'd be happy to spend 20 quid. On lunch! Imagine that every single day. There's no one out there who's eating lunch, 20 quid a day on lunch. It's crazy. You don't need that much food at lunchtime. Because we, I know what happens. You go in there, you have some kind of, you know, tiger green curry for lunch. You're asleep by 1.30. We're trying to work. We're trying to write TV shows. And you're dozing off like one of those giant anacondas that's just eating a sheep. <laughs> and it's slowly digesting it. It takes like three weeks. He doesn't eat car. He does not like the spare. He, he, he'll, go, he'll walk a mile out of his way to get a sandwich that's mostly bread that only costs 1.20. No, 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 it's about no, value for money, Rick. That is all it's about. To tell me, I remember the oh, come on, let's have having, a, a, having an argument over that 50p that time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring it back up again. Here's the situation, Carl. I on. lent you 50p and you decided you weren't going to pay me back. It should be to my discretion if I say, don't worry about it, Carl. You should offer me the 50p, go, there's that 50p I owe you, and I'll go, don't worry about it, Carl. But you didn't even do that. Nah, it's the way that you were like. I said, where's my 50p? You went, oh, you don't need that. That's not your decision, I, didn't, I didn't say that. I said, I, I, I don't think I've got it at the moment or whatever. Rubbish. He's going through my pockets and that. Rubbish. 50p. Ridiculous. You've just given him a keg of beer for free, haven't you? Well, let's, let's not go over it again. I, mean. <laughs> I just I just think value for money is important. Like, now, okay, so for instance, in the morning, I have to get the tube, but you can get a, a, a travel card, zones one and two, right? It's about £4.70, I think. But before 9.30, it's about £6.50. 
all right? And then at 9.30, when the clock, literally on the clock ticks over to 9.30, it's £4.70, right? Now, sometimes I'll get there, I'll be about 20 past nine. Now, you'd be saying to me, oh, just spend it, just spend it. And I'm thinking, I've got ten minutes. I'll perhaps read the paper, wait for it to click over to 9.30, and then I can get a cheaper ticket. Now, surely that makes sense. Surely that's logic. Mm. Don't you, I mean, if you were in that situation, Rick, if you were there, right, and you had, let's say you had three minutes to wait mm. before 9.30, what would you do? Would you stand there and wait? No, because waiting to me is worse than uh, It's madness. It's madness. I can't stand queuing. I can't say, no, I'll pay, yeah. How long would it have to be before you'd wait? I, I, I if there mean, was like a minute on the clock to go, would you wait? Uh, if they literally said, if you wait 30 seconds, it's to, I, I go, um, all right. Well, that is the case. That literally yeah, is the case. okay. But not 10 minutes, no. What not about you, Carl? Uh, I feel fla- if it was 30 seconds, I'd feel flash going, I'd spend three pounds. But if it was like a couple of minutes, I'd go, oh, it doesn't matter. I, you know, I, I just, I just wouldn't. Madness. Yeah. Think about how that tots up over the years. Amazing. Carl, what about you, Carl? Would you do it? It, it depends, doesn't it, what your job is and that. If you're a doctor, you've got to get to, you know, go and save someone or whatever, you can't say, oh, I'll just give it ten minutes. Depends. Depends on the situation. Depends. Most of the time, I've got to get in work early. I can't be hanging around to half But you nine. don't, though, do you? I've, so, I've, you know, I've called him when I was filming. Uh, 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 I've seen him do one day, yeah. right? I've seen him for one whole day. He went away. He fell asleep at um, quarter to eight in the bath because he was knackered. So, yeah. you know, he has five weeks on a yeah. year. Oh, He's taking the piss. Feeder. Pushing the senses. Quite food-related sort of uh, show, isn't it? It is. They're thinking of gluttony. Did you see in, uh, <laughs> I think it was Heat magazine, yeah. um, it was former Pop Idol winner Michelle McManus. Oh, yeah. She's lost considerable, she's lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah, she's lost um, five stone, hasn't she? Please see that the headline was, um, I used to eat, uh, 12 packets of Doritos a night. At she's night. 12 packets of Doritos. I just like the idea that you got to 11 packets and you're thinking, one more do it. a bit peckish. One more do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Unbelievable. <laughs> but someone sent in a couple of uh, odds and ends, news stories, you know, they've gleaned off the web. And apparently, uh, Britain's fattest family have shared 23 stone. Um, they, what, uh, none of them died? Between the five of them, oh, come on. Between the five of them, the Phillips family from Worcester weighed more than 100 stone. Jesus. Well, how many are there, though? They spent five of them, and they spent £300 a week on food. Um... An evening meal consisted of an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet and another ice cream stop at McDonald's. Um, the mum, she was generally happy, like Carl is, but she said she used to get upset when she couldn't um, buy clothes for her kids because the shops didn't stock anything above XXXXXL. Um, but uh, it says here, <laughs> it says Mitchell, 13, was the heaviest of the three, weighing 27 stone. By the age of four, he was Britain's fattest toddler, weighing 10 stone. Is that competition still going? <laughs> he bro- <laughs> he uh. broke five bikes. He broke five bikes by uh, buckling the wheels. Oh, that's I know you're always kind of fat kids, Carl. Chasing an ice cream van. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> the bike just fell apart. Yeah. Wow. Who knows? Maybe now he's on that new uh, bike ride, you know, because he's lost some weight. Oh, that would be painful, that'd, wouldn't that'd, it? That'd if one of them buckles. Yeah. Well, I've got uh, another food-related uh, item here. Now, Carl, I got a little email via um, my agent sent from someone here, okay, so, sent from someone at... Um, XFM, okay, and uh, I won't say it was, she just said, uh, I thought um, this might be uh, good for Ricky to use on Saturday, and obviously what happened is, Suzanne has sent you an email in the week, it was Wednesday, and you've returned it, but I think you've returned it to the wrong email address, you returned it to someone here, who of course immediately forwarded it to my agent for ridicule on the show, don't panic, it's nothing that bad, okay. It's uh, an email from Suzanne talking about 
your tea that night. Was Suzanne out on Wednesday night? Was the, uh, an England game, something? Yeah. So you, you were alone. You were home alone while you went tonight. Yeah. Did you enjoy your meal? Was it, was it a quiche? Go on. Right. From Suzanne to Carl. Take the quiche and put it on the baking tray. Cook for 30 minutes on 190. Take lettuce and put on plate. Take three tomatoes, wash and chop into quarters. Place on lettuce. Take an avocado, chop in half, remove the stone, <laughs> peel skin and slice. Place on salad. Put salt and pepper on and a dribble of olive and balsamic vinegar dressing. Right? In brackets, small bottle behind the cafetiere. <laughs> Right, in case he's reaching for bleach. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> everything else away. Right, then sprinkle a smidge of parmesan on top. Remove quiche from oven, cut into quarters, and put on plate. Eat. Oh, wow. <laughs> Does she have to do that Look every single time? She's like... No, it's just that I'm not that good at cooking, right? Um, and to be honest, that, that was a lot of hard work. I didn't bother warming it up. And I did without the avocado. Why? Why? Too much messing about. <laughs> he didn't even do that with instructions. It was too much. But, oh. um, yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that good at cooking. And did that. you genuinely? Um, that's not cooking, though, is it, Carl? That's that's, that's heating up a quiche. That's good. cooking. It is making the quiche. Yeah, but I'm I'm just. Kind so of, do kind you? Of like, could you have figured that out? Uh, if she hadn't left that note for you. Why does she have to tell you what the olive oil and um, balsamic vinegar was? Because I've, I've, I've put sort of cooking oil on my food once, and I said, oh, it's a bit... <laughs> it's ever since, it's right, year, years ago. I'm gonna die! Years ago. Oh, God, it, look, leaving Mr. McGill at home. It was, just... it was ever since I put sausages in the toaster. That, uh, <laughs> oh, God, what do you mean? I nearly set the flat on fire. Because, do you know, like, when you're grilling food in a pan and all that? Yeah. Sort of sausages spit, and it goes everywhere, doesn't it? And it makes everywhere <laughs> greasy. <laughs> So I thought, well, <laughs> just want to warm them up. Yeah. Pung them in the toaster. Yeah. What happened? And she sort of caught... Well, she's stuck and sort of caught on fire, I she, imagine. She, well, she came in just as I was sort of plunging it, and what have you came in from work, said, what are you doing? What are you... I said, I'm in sausages. <laughs> well, the oven isn't on. I know, they're in here. <laughs> what, you turn it off? Uh, panicking and that. But I've, I've never been into it. I've never been into cooking oh, and that at school and oh stuff. I didn't bother God. doing it. Oh, every time Suzanne comes home, she must think, please be the house still there. Yeah. Please, uh, please not let me hear a fire engine as I come round this corner. Oh, God. She comes and goes, oh, God, thank God. I bet she's always happy to see you when she gets home and you haven't burned the place down or introduced some howler monkeys or something. Unbelievable. But I, what I find extraordinary is there are people who are in sort of care in the community who don't need instructions no. on how to prepare for Oh, they, 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 they can do it. Yeah, you show them once. Yeah, they, they, and they, they, they do it. Whatever you do... Don't put sausages in the toaster, Johnny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they, and they, they don't, learnt it. They don't put sausages in the toaster. Yeah. What do they, they put their fingers in. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, are we doing, uh, Rockbusters on Saturday? Oh, yeah, let's play a song. The, it's we'll what play, London's we'll, waiting I'll for. I'll tell you what, we'll play a song and then do, do Why Rockbusters, not? Yeah. It's worth waiting Plus, for. Have we still got Monkey News to come? Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. Roxy Music with the, uh, the old Dylan classic Hard Rains on XFM 104.9. Rock mixing it up, just mixing it up, oh, mixing yeah, and matching. Sorry, we've got Neil Young, we've got a bit of uh, Roxy music, we don't care, do and we? They're all right up, bang up today with some of the latest tracks from Feeder and the like, so. Yeah, big time. <laughs> but uh, it's what we've been waiting for is the Rockbusters answers. That's right. <laughs> all right.
Okay, give us a clue, give us the answer. Right then, uh, first one Oh yeah, because we haven't got long for monkey news. Don't worry about it, don't worry about it. First one. <laughs> there's a, there's a vehicle over there that's, uh... It's changed. Selling kebabs. Oh, it's changed, go on. <clears throat> Initial D. Yeah, what is it? That was Donovan. Donovan. Okay. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah. That Good. Works. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Second that's one. That's a real clue. Mm. Well, they got it. Like they always do, so they're yeah. always real clues. Mm. Uh, second one. You're asked if you want that bit of the egg, right? You think about it, then you decide against it. I think I know this one. What was the initial again? Y O. Um, is this, um, uh, John Lennon's, um, wife, Yoke Ono? Yeah, that's right. I think that was her name, Yoke Ono, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was Yoke Ono. It was Yoke Ono. No, 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 you've got oh, no. it wrong. You're thinking about it. You're asked if you want a bit of the egg. Yeah. You go, Yoke, you think about it. Oh, oh no. Oh, so you say it twice, you stutter. So no, it's no, Yoke, no, no. Yoke, oh, oh no. No, you, you didn't no her name's Yoko, oh no, though. Yeah, Yoko, yeah. oh no. Listen to the clue again. Okay, no, 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 So what you say is, do you, do you want this bit of the egg? You think, oh, what, the end of it? No. Yoke, oh, oh no. Yoke, right. oh, oh no. Yoke, oh, oh no. Yoke, oh, no, no. Oh, Yoke. Yeah, go on, brilliant. Yeah, okay, yeah, Yoke, oh no, yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah, next, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one was, uh... I don't think this burger will catch on. That was uh, initial M. Yeah. McFly. Right? So, there's your three clues. What's there's what's your three answers. It won't catch on. Well, who'd want to eat that? You know what I mean? It's like a, a Mac burger or whatever. Mac, Mac chicken. McFly. <laughs> don't want one. Put it back. We'll have a chicken. Right? So, who's, who's, got the, who's got the three, then? Well, well done to uh, Ian Shillam. <laughs> Mansfield, who's uh, got all those answers right, amazingly. Uh, and he, go, he wins all those great prizes, including uh, Ladder 49, starring Joaquin Phoenix and John Travolta, which I don't think anyone's ever seen. There's 49 of them. <laughs> and, um, and he wins that, but he also goes forward, as you say, to the big draw, which will come up at the uh, end of uh, it's, uh, our little to run. To win the signed uh, Homer saying, I like Carl because he's stupid like me. And you can see Matt Groening drawing that. To know it's real on uh, rickyjerase.com, and you can win that. And a signed Nigel Tufnell poster. Brilliant. It's a Ricky and Steve classic on XFM Sugar, if I can't change your mind. Brilliant. Uh, so listen, it's time, isn't it? We've only got a few minutes left, so you better play the jingle. Oh, chimpanzee that, monkey news. <laughs> so oh. monkey news, if you've uh, only just started listening to the show. <laughs> oh, you poor fool. Um, monkey news is where Carl um, reports for us all the latest monkey activity a headline or a word or someone 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 he overheard in a pub and then totally embellishes it and makes it ridiculous and impossible he <laughs> believes it though he believes every word he's saying let me say that before you hear when you hear this whatever it is i haven't heard it twaddle um remember carl totally believes it go on right so anyway right i think it's in uh in la this happened right i think why does he think uh, so these people are in a, in a restaurant having a lovely meal. <laughs> Is one of them short and hairy, but it goes, <laughs> totally covers from top to bottom in a spacesuit, so they didn't know it was a monkey? It's so, not one of the customers, one of the waiters? So, that, so they're having a, having a lovely dinner, probably one of the best sort of dinners they've, they've had, right? Yeah. So the waiter comes over, and it's like, you know, can we just say that I had a lovely meal on that? Right, it's the chef. Because <laughs> it is. So, can we see uh, the chef? Yeah. So, so it's, can, <laughs> can we just, you know, see, see the guy who cooked it? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Short fella, hairy. So, We're the waiter said, to be honest, the waiter, the waiter said, look, he's busy, you know, he's got meals to cook and what have you. He hadn't really got time. So, only took a minute. He said, no, I prefer, you know. So, just, this is I'll, a restaurant in LA that I'll, serves brilliant food. I'll pass, I'll pass your message on and what have you, right? So, um, 
So he sends for so, uh, monkey P.O.Y. So it's a bit odd. Anyway. <laughs> so, so they go, so they go out, right? They go, uh, they go out to the car and they notice the, uh, the kitchen door's open. Yeah, right? yeah, of course they do, because they, they, they're going to discover something that I don't know. So they they're just... Hold on, this, um, just, just out of interest, this, uh, where did this, um, chef train before, before we see him or reveal, you know, what he might look like or mm. like to eat, yeah, um, um... So well, anyway, so, uh, so they pop their head in and think, we'll just, we'll just nip in and go, yeah, you know, love, love, love fruit salad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they stick their see head the in. Human, we better see the human chef. <laughs> you never guess what. Go on. Monkey stood on a chair, right, <laughs> cooking veg. <laughs> right, so anyway, so they're like, what's going on here? What, what do you mean? Questions. What do you mean? He's cooking veg. What is he doing with it? Well, he's, he's stood on a chair by the by the cooker and he's yeah. uh, chopping stuck chopping stuff. Oh, he's, he's chopping it. as well now. He's just and all that. It's yeah. got a little, uh, you know, he's it, it, got the, the bosses in there. They're they're like a bit shocked, so he's a bit panicking because he's got this monkey working for him. So they say to him, "What's going on? here? we didn't know this. This is what's going on. You know, why have you got a monkey cooking stuff?" So he said, "Well, incidentally, a monkey I should point out who probably doesn't need instructions from its girlfriend." <laughs> Oh, forget it.